InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. What steps can women take to defend themselves and avoid becoming a victim of crime or assault? InfoTrack's Lisa G. spoke to an expert who has potentially life-saving information. Lisa? Thanks, Chris. We are speaking with Steve Cardian, who is the author of The New Superpower for Women. And Steve is a self-defense and criminal expert. And Steve, this is perfect timing to speak to someone like you, especially because of crimes against women. And you have some important facts that you feel can help women in a dangerous situation. Tell us what the number one tip is. One of the most important things, in addition to her intuition and employing situational awareness, basically going back to basics, you know, what your parents told you, just be aware of your surroundings. But by creating a blueprint, a plan of action, in law enforcement we call it visualization, in the military they call it emergency conditioning. By envisioning that you're a young woman and you're in your dorm, apartment, home, and you know, you hear somebody breaking in and, you know, what are you going to do? You know, your heart rate can jump up to 175 beats per minute and you go into that frozen zone. So by thinking about what you might do and vividly seeing yourself grab that cell phone, seeing yourself going into an already designated safe room, which could be a reinforced bathroom with a security bar, and seeing yourself phoning the police and saying, my name is Mary Smith, I live at 123 Main Street near the corner of Bradford Street. Please send help, someone's trying to break in, and then the police will tell you what to do. In my 30 years in law enforcement, I've seen both men and women not be able to even dial 911 when their child was injured or having a grand mal seizure or they were being victimized in some criminal way. So what you're saying is that if you repeat these tools and have it in your mind what to do and keep reviewing, when you're in a state of panic or there's a state of emergency, you'll just go into automatic pilot? Well, if you vividly envision what you're doing, your brain doesn't actually know if you've lived it or you have vividly read it. But if a woman envisions, even though she's walked through a parking lot dozens or if not hundreds of times getting off work or going to and from a store, if you will. And you just envision what you might do. And by employing situational awareness, where basically I tell women, if you walk out of a building, just look to the left and look to the right. Scan. Look for something that deviates from the baseline. Everything has a baseline. And what you're looking for is differentiational from that. For example, in New York City, the baseline would be different than in the suburbs. It would be different at the beach than it would in the park. So Say, for example, you're in a park and you hear people arguing. You know, you don't even have to know what they're saying to know that something's not right. So by employing the situational awareness, I do a lot of putting women in touch with their gift of intuition. We all have it. The statistics show that men and women have it equally. But I've done some social experiments, and I actually went to a college campus. And my job was to try and lure myself in the young girls' cars leaving the campus. This was on hidden camera with the investigative unit inside edition. And I selected eight of what we refer to as soft targets, and all eight of the women let me in their car and drove off with me in less than 30 seconds. There were people that I was looking for that were preoccupied. They were on their cell phone. They were texting. They were eating their lunch. They were reading their notes. But the woman that walked out assertively, scanned the parking lot briefly, that's the person that I let go. That would be the person that even 50% of the time, if you present as a hard target, the predator will look elsewhere. 
We are speaking with Steve Cardian, who is the author of the new Superpower for Women. And Steve has been in law enforcement as a cop, a detective, a chief investigator, an FBI defense tactics instructor for at least 30 years. And Steve, you found that most of the women that you've talked to had felt something was off about their situation. I guess you call it unease. Yeah, in just about every crime against a woman I can envision in which a predator was interacting and dealing with her, every one of those women said, you know, I had a feeling something wasn't right. Couldn't pinpoint it. But when we look at intuition, intuition is knowing something without knowing why. And when we become more in tuned to that process, we can identify it. Like just a sense of foreboding, you know, that gut instinct that we talk about. Your brain is dedicated a good 70, 80% to the subconscious. So it's constantly assessing and providing you information, but you've got to be aware in order for that to work at its highest level, if you will. Now, one of your chapters is called Seven Seconds. What is the significance of seven seconds in a dangerous situation? Well, we know in law enforcement that the predator will size up someone rather quickly. So there was a study done in the early 80s in which two sociologists videotaped people walking on a Manhattan street, and they did it over a period of time, and they took it to a maximum security prison in New York, rapists, murderers, killers, and they showed them the video of these people, and they said, pick out who you think, based on a scale of one to ten, who would you target? The prisoners viewed it independently of one another, but they all picked the same people, and they let petite men and petite women walk by that presented as a hard target. They let senior citizens, both men and women, walk by, but there were specific traits by their stride, their gait, their posture, the way that they carried themselves. If you walk assertively, if you walk with a purpose, you're giving off that signal that I'm not easy to mess with. And, you know, in the book we talk about keep your head on a swivel, scanning around, just look, just take in everything around you. And every once in a while, just peek behind you to see what's going on. And 70% of the predator's game in a situation like that would be the element of surprise. And if you remove that element of surprise from him, and we call it just a split-second glance, if you feel somebody's eyeing you for whatever And you kind of just glance in their direction and keep walking and then glance over your shoulder. You put them on notice and you devalue yourself as a potential target. Wow. We can't look at our iPhones so much when we're walking. No. We take away our visual and auditory sense. Believe it or not, your auditory sense is anywhere from 20 to 100 times more effective than your visual sense. When you're home and your doors are locked and you're watching TV, reading, conversing, or dealing with family and friends, you know, your heart rate's normal and you're completely relaxed. That's what the predator is looking for out in the public. So when you venture out into the public, you'd be observant, you'd be alert. Now, if you were to encounter something and your heart rate gets up to 115 beats per minute, those deteriorate your fine motor skills, which would be like writing, which would be using your key to unlock your car, dialing 911, using your key to open up your house door. So you lose that. And then upwards towards 115, towards 145, you lose complex motor skills, which are mostly what traditional karate martial art program teaches. Then they're more a series of moves that break down under stress. Steve Cardian is the author of The New Superpower for Women. And you also note that women should always fight back. Could you explain? Because I've heard, you know, both ways. Take, for example, one of the worst crimes against a woman is sexual assault. 
70 to 75 percent of the time, you're going to know that person. If you're on a college campus, it's going to be in the 90th percentile. Now, that's typically the person that you can bargain with, that if you fight back and you fight back effectively, it will dissuade him that you become less valuable again as someone he's targeting. He's also the kind of guy that you can bargain with. You know, listen, my family knows that I'm with you. My roommate's going to come home any minute. My father knows where I am. He's going to be looking for me within minutes. If you do this, you're going to go to jail. And then if you're dealing with an aggressive person, it's becoming sexually aggressive. We have tactics that we teach you on how to de-escalate and allow yourself to separate from that person so that you can escape. What about if someone has a gun? There is the concept of being removed from the primary crime scene to the secondary or point A to point B. Somebody came up to you and said, I got a gun. Do what I say or I'm going to kill you. You do the opposite. He says, don't scream, you scream. He says, don't run, you run. He can't sexually assault you there. He doesn't want to kill you there. He wants to get you to the secondary location where he has isolation and control. That's what he needs to commit his heinous act. So if you're taken to the secondary crime scene, and he may say, listen, do what I say and everything will be okay. And you'll want to believe that, but it couldn't be farther from the truth. I've had countless cases in which women have fought back, fought back effectively when there was a weapon involved. If there is something employed, a bludgeon, a gun, a knife, and someone was going to really hurt you, that you had a technique to go to rather than just freeze and do nothing. Very interesting. Steve Cardian, great advice for the women who are listening especially. He is the author of The New Superpower for Women. Thanks again for your time. We so appreciate it. My pleasure. Have a great day. For InfoTrack, I'm Lisa G. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.